You're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds? From press box to sideline, who got cut, who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine? These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like Ryan. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, raw mind sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is raw mind sports, another edition. Welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and today I have Jeff Deskovic. He's an attorney, but it gets pretty good after this. So we're going to get into that. Jeff, how are you doing today? Excellent. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good, man. And with that being said, a word from my sponsor, Call First Class Life Insurance, where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family. We offer whole life policies with, with low prices that won't change. Call 704 650-8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. That's right, RAWMIND. You'll get a discount on this life insurance policy with a possibility of some other perks with the consultation. With that being said, Jeff, how you doing today, man? Again, and man, your story's pretty interesting, and I know you play sports, and you had a situation that happened during your book of life. And now you're a lawyer. But now we're going to like talk about that. So first and foremost, you played some, some sports. And you played a little bit of basketball. So kind of tell us the journey and why you got into basketball and stuff like that. Sure. I played basketball because, I mean, I made the, I made the high school team as a, as, as a freshman. I mean, I barely made the team. But, <laughs> I did. but I, that was like one of the last people to make the cut, you know. But uh, I did. I did make the team. So, you know, that was kind of an introduction to playing basketball a little bit more organized and, you know, with a coach and under the whistle and that, that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I did make the, I did make the team and listen, I, I grew up watching basketball and, uh, you know, I used to play as, as a kid before that. And I remember I had Nintendo entertainment system. We had the double dribble was the, it was, was the Nintendo game of basketball and me and uh, one of my best friends. Um, we were like really serious aficionados to the point that while we would be playing, check this out now, Ryan, we will be playing uh, double dribble and we would have, uh, we, we each, picked up like five or six teams and we were keeping records in regular season. There was the playoffs. And so we would be doing that while playing the game, while simultaneously doing the color commentary of the games that we're playing. Ah. So at times interviewing each other, all this while passing and shooting. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now you had it already early. <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. Like, you were doing everything, all that stuff before now. Like, that could yeah, be a good job. Oh man, I remember Marv Albert and Rick Berry and Skip Carey and yeah, well, I remember all of them. Yeah, so I, I yeah, I, and then you know later on the story as it unfolds. I mean, I continue to play basketball and uh, you know I was playing the game mentally as much as I was physically, so I could think uh, of the game and you know give and go, uh, give and go, uh, you know pick and roll, um, you know pick and pop, uh, you know cutting you know, pass the ball five or six times around before the shot goes up, again. Yeah. You, you know, driving dish and, you know, all, all that. You so know, you're pretty good at reading and reacting. 
I'm very good at reading and reacting. Yeah, <laughs> coaching and all, all, all that. You know, to play inside out and all that. I could post. I could post up. I could shoot jump shots. I was able to go off the dribble. But I got the most enjoyment when I would like. I would beat my man, draw a second defender, and pass off so another person would get an open shot. You know, and that was just kind of like poetry in motion. So basketball was my thing in terms of playing. Uh, I also. Um, uh, later would get on to, uh, you know, playing chess and, uh, you know, playing ping pong as well. So I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. And uh, I watch quite a bit of sports. And uh, as I'm alluding to some of my guests, when I'm watching basketball, and I'm, I'm a little bit ahead of the color commenters. I'm watching the game at, at, at a different level mm. than other fans, you know, you know might, might, might see. So, you know, I might be saying, why, you know, look, you've missed the last. If you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call the text. Wheel Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys and sells flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMINE. And use the promo code RAWMINE. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. Like two long distance jumpers you know why, why don't you stop shooting that help out in other ways try to get an easy basket go in for a layup or something get someone else involved you know see the ball go in one time for you and then you could go back and try that but to just keep shooting it as uh Alec john starks well i think the next one's going in man that man shot him that man shot the new york knicks right on out of the championship in game seven oh for 13 from downtown you know, the fact that pat riley let it get to that point Right. Rather than taking him and putting in Hubert Davis or t John, like, chill out already, all right? Get a layup, <laughs> go to the basket, do something, right? Become a scorer rather than a shooter. So I love the game, but, uh, but all my enthusiasm and energy is kind of showing that. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I know you're from um, New York, and so you, how do you feel about the expectations of the Knicks? How are the Knicks fans up there right now? I know they're playing pretty good now, but over these years, missing these star players, like, get a chance at KD, you know, of course, LeBron before you went to LA. Like, is that shocking that these players chose to go elsewhere for you? Or like, you just want to see, cause like New York's the Mecca of basketball. So like we, yeah. So go ahead. Jeff. No, New York is definitely the Mecca of basketball. So it's shocking that, you know, the Nets, you know, KD went to the Nets, you know, Kyrie went, went to the, went to the Nets. So that all these players are going to the Nets. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, the Nets is New Jersey, man. The Nets, yeah, okay. Listen, that's like that's 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 like the stepbrother, younger stepbrother. But they they're advanced. They're light years away. There's no question that they're serious title contenders. And you know that part of it bothers the Dicks because now they're a real threat. In time, the culture could be that you know the public the public sentiment goes more towards the Nets rather than the Knicks. Mm. At the same time, in terms of you know the Knicks, I mean, look, playing you know around 500 basketballs, exciting after losing seasons. But at the same time, there is a little bit of a frustration that, you know, the front office is really, you know, what's what's holding the Knicks back and, you know, players just letting them go, you know, for little to nothing. You know, I don't I don't I don't understand it. I mean, I granted, I don't know, like, all the numbers part of it and, you know, that those yeah, aspects yeah. just going to letting players go and trade it, you know, as far as the in-depth. But look, it, it never made sense to me to get rid of Carmelo Anthony for nothing. Yeah, for nothing. Right. I, I, I don't I don't get it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like I said the same thing. And my father, like I told you uh recently off off the show, like he's from New York, born and raised in the Bronx, love the Yankees. Everything New York, you can best believe he is all New York. The only thing that he 
college basketball course he's a North Carolina guy now because you know he lives here and um and he's a UNC guy although I'm a Duke guy I know you were talking about Hubert Davis so you were saying put Hubert Davis in over um John Starks. Starks. <laughs> well, you mean, you mean, so let me ask you if it got to the point where he was 0 for 8 okay, oh, of course. I, know you, I know you gotta you gotta dance with the girl you went to the prom with but once he's 0 for 8 and he's not helping in other ways you mean to tell me you wouldn't have made that substitution not even for yeah. a little bit Oh, I would have, especially yeah. I coach middle school ball, so I know it's a, yeah. You already know, like certain things. It's a time and place. It's a time and place where you got to use simple logic and common sense. <laughs> and that was one of those moments. <laughs> yeah, man. And Hubert Hubert had a good finals too, bro. So many of the yeah. Knicks had excellent finals, you know. And to come up short, you know, missed opportunity, man. They haven't been, you know. And so was back to the finals one time since then, but that wasn't. You know, they wasn't beating San Antonio with no Pat Ewing. That just wasn't gonna. That just wasn't gonna happen. So, so missed chance, but hopefully rebuild. The, you know, keep going in a positive direction, and uh, at some point be contenders. But I don't know, man. It might. It might be four, five, six years. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. So I'm, I'm just curious. I'm pretty sure I think you may go with this, but of course I might be wrong. So I'm gonna ask you anyway. Um, before we get into the yeah. other top two, the special topic that we're talking about here on Raw Mind Sports. And by the way, before we even start there, I'm gonna give you another word from my sponsor. Have you heard? Can we try a brand new food truck based out of Eastern North Carolina? These truckers have it all: homemade dough, sauce, pizza, stromboli, cheesesteak, chicken, subs, and more. They cater anything from birthday parties, office parties, weddings, and family dinners. Check out their website, brandysnc.com. Brandysnc.com. Use the promo code RawMind, and you'll get a five percent discount off of online orders. That's right, I said it. Use the promo code RawMind, and you'll get a five percent discount off of online orders. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. One question before we go and get to this amazing topic. We always hear the stories of who's the GOAT, Michael Jordan or LeBron. I'm curious. I know you've seen Michael Jordan play, and I'm pretty sure you're witnessing LeBron James. I think I know the answer, but I want to be correct. I want to make sure I get the right words out of you. Who is the GOAT and who is the best? Well, that's it. That, that's easy. That's not even a question. That's Michael Jordan. <laughs> I already figured that, so I already figured, like, people would say that, and a lot of people always say, but I always tell people, like, different styles. Like, for me, it's different styles, and that's what I always go by. But now, go ahead. No, it, it is different styles. And, and and to quote, you know, Mark Jackson back when he was doing color commentary, mm -hmm. LeBron James was more magic than Michael. It is different styles. But the bottom line is if it's at the end of the game and you got to have – you know, one person taking the shot, okay? I'm pretty sure. Look, Everybody's going with Jordan. We're going with Michael Jordan. LeBron probably make it, but he might not, too. He might not. But Michael, Mike is making it, right? Mike is, uh, <laughs> Mike is making it. And the ultimate litmus test, if you game seven in the finals, right, everything on the line, you know, and your teams are even, and it's just a choice. you got Michael, you got LeBron, right? And whoever you don't pick, the other team has. Nobody in the world is going to say that they don't want Michael Jordan there. <laughs> I definitely agree, man. So now let's go into this amazing topic, people. Here it comes. Oh, we about to get some raw thoughts right now, people. We're through a crossover right now. Yeah. <laughs> a real crossover. A raw real thoughts. crossover. Pull up from 30 feet behind the three-point line, Alex Steph Curry. <laughs> Off the dribble, right? Yeah, not yeah. You know, you know, Ryan, not even catch and shoot. Not even <laughs> Off the dribble, a crossover behind 30 feet. <laughs> Nothing but the bottle of that. Don't even touch the rim. <laughs> so now let's let's get to this story about your amazing journey man and um like what happened at the basketball or what kept you from not 
pursuing your basketball career? Sure. So I was 16 years old. I'm in, I'm in peak skill. Uh, middle mm -hmm. class, ethnically diverse. Uh, NBA fans might mm. remember uh, Elton Brand, okay, former star GM now of um, Philadelphia, and also um, uh, it was uh, uh, Hilton, uh, Hilton Armstrong. Also played, came from came from uh, Peekskill, that the city, just in terms of a you know, marking point. So uh, what happened is that so uh, this girl who was a classmate in two of my classes of freshman, one as a sophomore. Uh, she went missing one day and her body mm. was found a few days later. The year is 1989 and she was found uh, naked from the waist down. And, you know, it hadn't been a murder in Peekskill maybe like 20 years. It's really like shut mm. the whole city down. I mean, parents were bringing their kids right to the high school, uh, picking them right up, bringing, you know, there were town hall meetings on safety protocols and updates on investigation. You know, uh, it really shook up the whole community of Peekskill to the point mm. where free mental health counseling was offered to anyone who wanted it, you know. And um, uh, the, through a series of events that I guess we're going to unpack here in the course of the interview, you know, I ultimately was falsely accused of this murder and rape and mm. wound up being wrongfully convicted and spending 16 years. Are you looking for abstract fluid art? or resin art like no other how about handcrafted jewelry or maybe hypoallergenic products well look no further than uniquely designed we design and create all our products with you in mind we are a metaphysical art business our products list contains acrylic abstract fluid paintings resin art chess boards Hamsa hand, incense holders, Oregon, pyramids and cones, chakra, Metatron cube plates, and ruins. Body oils for men and women. Not port and go. All in one butter can you be used from, it can be used from head to toe. Both male and female. Beard oil, hair growth serum, eyebrow, eyelash serum that can also be used on one's edges. Air freshener, body mist sprays. We make herbal infused tin as well as tea light candles. Our jewelry is all handcrafted by Synergy and not duplicated. Our jewelry line consists of men's and women's and children's when order. Please contact 704-953-5456 or uniquely, that's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L-Y-D Z I G N E D at gmail.com and also follow uniquely design on IG, Instagram, and use the promo code RawMind and you will get a 10% discount off of any product. Was in prison prior to. Ooh, you had to do prior. 16 years, wrongfully yes. convicted, 16 years. Sure. So let me unpack a little bit. So I got on the police radar uh, because the police interviewed a lot of students from the school. And so I kind of lived a double life as a kid. So there was my life after school in this apartment complex where I was kind of the life of the party, me and one other kid. And pretty much whatever I would suggest would be right. what we would do. We're going to play basketball. All right, we're going to go swimming. We're going to do Monopoly. We're going to play kickball. Two hand. We would play tackle football on the grass, no pads. We even invented a few games. So pretty, we played video games and whatever I would suggest pretty much would be, you know, what we, what we would do. But that 
was after school. So they basically yeah. said you're the ringleader, basically. So the way they think yeah, of stuff. Yeah, sure. Except uh, we yeah. weren't getting into mischief. We were just playing sports. We were just, you know, we were just energetic, yeah. good kids. But in school, so the kids were like a year older than me. I had, I had skipped a grade, you know, really early. And so that caught up to me in high school. So I went to the public high school thinking that all my friends were going to be in the, in the public school, but they were actually a year behind me. Mm -hmm. And so I never quite fit in. And the kids there, I mean, they were, they were older, they were more mature. So they were chasing girls and doing keg parties and sneaking, drinking and everything right. else that, you know, but I wasn't doing that. I was doing what I, what I, what I mentioned. And I, and I really wasn't playing, you know, that first year I wasn't, <clears throat> I really wasn't playing a lot of organized sports. I did make the I did make the high school team, but look, I was one of the last people, you know, to to make the cut. And my my, you know, I felt embarrassed to just be riding the bench. And so after making the team, I, I figured, look, I'm just going to walk and work on my game and come back next year rather than mm. do that. So I really wasn't like in the in crowd. That's that's my point in all these details. Right, all right. So in the course of the P, uh, police talking with other students in the school, some of them told the police they might want to talk to me. Because mm. fit in, so I guess the underlying theory is people that seem strange and are withdrawn, they commit heinous crimes, right? That's the theory. So that put me on the police radar. Second thing is that um, this was my real first brush with death. I'm a sensitive 16 year old, and I had an emotional reaction, and so the police interpreted my by being emotionally impacted as some sort of outward sign that I was sorry for what I had done. Like this Ooh. girl, yeah, this girl Mentally. was in two of your classes as a freshman, one as a sophomore, you barely know each other. You don't even talk to each other. You know, there's something fishy about all this emotionality. So that was their rationale. But on the other hand, again, for context, this shook up everybody. Everybody was emotional. People were doing the free mental health uh, services that was provided to anyone in the city. So I wasn't all that different in a way also. And thirdly, they got a psychological profile from the NYPD, which purported to have the psychological characteristics of the actual perpetrator. And I had the misfortune to match in that. Mm. Factor. I said all that, that's how I got on the police radar. So so for about six weeks from there, the police played this cat type of cat and mouse game with me. Half the time they talked to me as if I was a suspect, and half the time they pretend like they need my help to solve the crime. Before I was a teenager, I wanted to be a cop when I grew up. Okay, so that intersected with this Jeff is this junior detective helper theme that they developed. So every time they talked to me as a suspect and they would start to push a little too hard and I would get frightened and I'd want to get away from them, you know that's when the junior detective helper theme would, would come in and look, the kids won't talk freely around us. They will around you. Let us know if you hear anything. Stop in from time to time. Uh, they would ask me opinion questions and congratulate me that my opinion was correct. My father was never involved in my life and that intersected with the good cop, bad cop tactic because I began to look up to the cop who was pretending to be my friend as a father figure. Right. So, all of that set the stage for what ultimately happens, right? So they tell me, look, at the end, some new information came in to the, our file. We want to share that with you, and that's going to allow uh, you to be even more helpful to us. But you got to take and pass a polygraph test first. So the next day, instead of going to the high school, I went to the police station for this polygraph, where I thought it was going to happen at. But instead mm. of doing the polygraph there, they drove me across county lines 40 minutes away uh, to the town of Brewster in Putnam County. So that means I don't know where I am. I can't leave on my own. I'm totally dependent on the cops. Three police officers came with me from Peekskill, but then there was the 
polygraphist who was a Putnam County Sheriff's investigator, and he was dressed like a civilian. He never identified himself as a cop. He never read me my rights. I had no attorney present. They didn't give me anything to eat. They gave me a brochure about how the polygraph worked, but it had big words on it that I didn't understand. But then I figured, well, I'm here to help the police, so what does it matter? Let's just get on with it. So from there, they put me in a small room, gave me countless cups of coffee, uh, get me nervous, uh, and then they attached me to this machine, and then uh, they launched, he launched into his third-degree tactics. So he invaded my personal space. He raised his voice at me. He kept asking me the same questions over and over again, and he kept that. As the COVID-19 variant continues to spread across the United States and the world, did you know that once a virus, bacteria, or fungi is re-entered into a space that may have been clean, that space is no longer clean and sanitized, and it's possibly not safe to be there. That's why Active Pure, which is NASA-developed technology, FDA-compliant, military, and CDC lab-tested, is proven and certified in leading the fight against SARS, COVID viruses, and other bacteria and fungi 24-7. They're helping schools, organizations, churches, businesses, large and small, and governments reopen and expand and save money by not having to continually spray and wipe down services, resulting in revenue savings. For more information or a demo, contact your Active Pure local distributor at 689-222-8900. That's 689-222-8900. Active Pure has units for automobiles and for pet lovers to remove odors. And if you're looking to earn some extra money, become a distributor. Contact your Active Pure local distributor at 689-222-8900. That's 689-222-8900 up for six and a half to seven hours so they gave you a bunch of coffee and you know coffee can get you shaky just naturally without even make you so in their mind they're saying okay we get all this coffee if you get too much in it's gonna make them real jittery and the coffee can actually make you naturally jittery they already knew that but go, before we go to that another word from my sponsor dashika bear the realtor she needs a favor who do you know buying or selling real estate she can really help and yeah it doesn't matter what state you're in this realtor is helping with credit restoration on the path to buying your dream home, the one-stop shop. Give her a call. Dashika Realty, 317-566-4314. 317-566-4314. And give her the promo code RAWMIND. That's right, I said it. Give her the promo code RAWMIND, and you'll be in for a great surprise. Now, go ahead, Jeff. Sure. So, as each hour passes by, my fear increases in proportion to the time. And towards the end, he says to me, what do you mean you didn't do it? You just told me through the test result that you did. We just mm. want you to verbally confirm it. So that really shots my, shoots my fear through the roof. And at that point, the cop who was pretending to be my friend, he came in the room and told me that the other officers were going to harm me. He'd been holding them off, but couldn't do so indefinitely. You know, you have to help yourself here. Uh, so considering that I maintained my innocence for the previous six and a half to seven hours, it was pretty clear what he meant by that, that they wanted me to confess. And then he said, look, just tell them what they want to, uh, you know, you'll go home afterwards. You know, you're not going to be arrested. So being young, naive, frightened, 16 years old, uh, overwhelmed emotionally and psychologically. I wasn't thinking about the long term. All I was concerned with is my safety in the, min in the moment. Uh, the fact that I didn't know where I was and no one else knew where I was either loomed very large in my mind. Uh, and uh, I made, decided to make up a story based on the information which he, they had given me in the course of the interrogation that mm. day and the six-week run-up to it. By the time it was all said and done, Ryan, I, I was curled up 
into a fetal position on the floor, crying uncontrollably. Needless to say, I was arrested. I was charged with a murder and rape. So did you admit, did you say it, you was murdered him, or you just thought, just, just to get out of there? You thought, in your jump. mind, I admit it, they'll let me go, which, I, obviously, you probably didn't understand, like, you know, if you admit a crime, you're going to jail. It ain't no going back. At the time, yeah, I just exactly. found Yeah, but I'm but 16, you're, you're completely correct. Right. I'm 16 years old, though, and I wasn't thinking that way. I was just desperate to get out of here. And this is quite interesting, too, because this reminds me of the five. They, they, it's the exonerated five, yeah. Also yeah. On the Central Park Five, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah. So before I go to trial, the DNA test result comes in from the FBI lab, and it shows that semen on the victim doesn't match me. But instead of acknowledging they made him, yeah, you heard that right. The DNA result came in from the FBI lab, which shows that semen found in and around the victim didn't match me. But instead of acknowledging they made a mistake, they continue the case. So what, what they do is the prosecutor gets the medical examiner to commit fraud. He suddenly claims six months after doing the autopsy, hundreds of autopsies later, he says, oh, I forgot to document medical evidence that the victim had been sleeping around, which was, which was a lie. You know, she had actually been living a really sheltered life. She never went anywhere unless she was with her, uh, with her uh, older sister or her parents. And that's what opened the door for the prosecutor to argue. It didn't matter to the semen, didn't match Deskovic. That doesn't mean he's innocent. She slept with yet another person prior to Deskovic murdering and raping her. So hmm. you wrongfully convict me, you were willing to trash her reputation, and her parents were not coming to court, so they had no idea what was being said about her in the courtroom. Taking it a step further, they had named another person by name that they claimed had had uh, this sexual encounter with the victim, but they never got him to do a DNA test. They didn't even call him as a witness. They made, just made the unsupported argument to the jury. At the same time, I had a public defender, and honestly, you get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. hey, they basically they get paid to get the conviction. I've <laughs> been there before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Check this out, man. He never he never calls my alibi. He never explains to the jury what the DNA not matching me. The significance of that is he never uses that to argue that it proves the confession is coerced or false. He barely meets. He barely uh he barely meets with me. He doesn't cross examine the medical examiner, and at times, he argued the confession didn't happen. At other times, he argued the confession happened, but it was coerced and false. So taking a type of scattershot approach, that had to have left him with zero credibility in front of him. This episode today is brought to you by Casey King, is a registered dental hygienist that has a product that she uses herself and recommends to her patients daily. It is a whitening toothpaste that contains no bleach or peroxide, so it won't make your teeth sensitive like other whitening products. It's also more affordable than white strips and prescription bleaching products. Safe use for teens with braces and kids. Ages 2 plus. Just replace regular toothpaste and brush two times a day like usual. There's no extra steps or messy trays involved. You're already brushing anyway. Why not have a pain-free white smile while you're at it? Contact Casey King, registered dental hygienist on Facebook, and mention this podcast for a 10% discount. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. A 10% discount on this product by using the promo code RAWMIND. And check out other health and beauty products on our Facebook VIP page, Casey's Bright Smiles, and more. The jury. 
And lastly, he wouldn't allow me to testify. So when you're defending a case that has a confession, you have to answer that confession. You've got to explain that confession. You've got to prove that that confession is false through as many ways as you can, and you bring it all together in your closing argument. You know, because the interrogation was not video or audio taped. It was just the cop's word. They left the threat and false promise out the story, and he never confronted the confession. And the end result of it all was that I was found guilty and given a 15 to life sentence, you know, despite mm. the judge telling me, maybe you are innocent. And I stayed in prison for 16 years, man. I lost seven appeals. I got turned down for parole because I maintained my innocence rather than accepting uh, guilt, you know, expressing remorse, accepting, uh, you know, accepting guilt. Um, and, and on the site, nature of the crime. And I did another year before I was ultimately proven innocent through further DNA testing. Through the data bank was created. So I went from being able to say that the DNA didn't match me to being able to say, not only does it not match me, but it matches him. So the actual perpetrator's DNA was in the data bank because left free while I was doing time for his crime, he killed his second victim three and a half years later, who was a, who was a school teacher and had two children. So all the charges against me were dismissed on actual innocence grounds and he was arrested and uh, convicted of the crime. Wow, 16 years. They finally got you. Yeah, from 17 uh, 16 to years. 32. From 17 to 32, you missed your whole 20s in yeah. jail. Missed a lot of things in life. You, you probably learned a lot of things over that time in, in, in jail, but at the same time, that's not what you needed to be at because you didn't, you didn't do it. So I'm asking, like, how do you feel now, before we go dive into it more, how do you feel about pro bonos? I mean, how do you, do you think they should start doing things a little bit better with people have money now? Do you think it's fair to not contest a case because a person could be literally innocent but just don't have the money to pay the lawyer? Do you feel like they should do right by the client regardless if he has the money or not? Or how do you feel since you went through something like that and now that you're an attorney? How do you feel about that? thousand percent. I mean, that's what the – look, the public defender is being paid to defend people, defend the public who can't afford. So – they're supposed to do that. I mean, I think that there should be, you know, I think the quality of the public defenders in general is not, is not very good. There's built-in handicaps, so it's not unusual for one public defender to represent 100 people at the same time. There's not an even playing field. So uh, in terms of manpower and access to resources, experts, investigators, we need to even that out. We need to make equal pay for both sides. Uh, so that the best talent don't go to one mm -hmm. side or go into private practice. So absolutely, they should they should go all out. But you know, poor public defender systems is inadequately funded. This is a systemic problem that can, does, and has led to wrongful conviction. Mm. So now that you finally got out and you was wrongfully convicted, tell us about what you're doing now, which is pretty cool. Like you went from all this jail time to now you're an attorney. So what decided for you to become an attorney after all these years of being encaged, basically, in jail? Yeah, that, that's what it was. And to reinforce your point earlier, look, I missed births, deaths, wedding. I didn't go to the high school prom. I didn't graduate high school. Mm. You know, I didn't finish my education at a, at a more traditional age. I'm not, you know, I didn't go into like a, a career beyond my way to financial uh, freedom. I, I, I didn't have a family. When I was released, I had to do these things for the first time. I had to get my driver's license. I had never lived alone before. I had mm. never been shopping before. I had to balance a budget, write, write checks, 
all, the technology was different, uh, GPS, cell phones, uh, internet hadn't been uh, created, culture was different. Now, uh, you know, stigma is attached to you. Uh, you were in prison wrongfully for 16 years, yes, but you were there for 16 years, so how much of that rub off on you? Is it safe to be alone someplace with you? So that's an aspect mm. of it as well in terms of uh, relationship. Uh, psychological after effects, uh, it's common to have PTSD, panic attacks, anxiety, uh, feeling of having frozen in time, fear and pro um, slow, slower processing things. So all the, and then you're released with nothing. You know, New York State does allow you to get compensation, but they, there's nothing, but that takes between two to five years. And so there's nothing Ooh, to Two get. to five years? Yeah. yeah. Yo, dude, New York already, the cost of living is high. <laughs> it really is. Yo, for five <laughs> years, bro, my life was hell on the street, man. I, I this episode is sponsored today by Call First Class Life Insurance, where we specialize in leaving dollars and not debt for your family. We offer whole life policies with low prices that won't change. Call 704-650-8317 to schedule a consultation. They are licensed in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, and Ohio. And use the promo code RAWMIND. Yeah, I said it. Use the promo code RAWMIND, and they will gladly assist you. I bounced around. I didn't have the stability of housing. I bounced around. I was two weeks away from a homeless shelter. Thank God, Mercy College, which gave me a scholarship to finish because I got GED and associates in a year towards a bachelor's while I was wrongfully incarcerated. Uh, and then they cut the funding for college education for prisoners. So uh, it mm. made it into one of the local articles as a human interest story. So the school, Mercy College, allowed me to, they gave me the scholarship to finish the last 10 classes and, and they let me live on campus. Uh, so I springboard from there. I got a master's degree. My thesis is on wrongful conviction, causes, and reform. I'm going to come to the lawyer in a minute. I haven't forgot that. So five. So the first five years, while I was struggling and going through all those difficulties, I was simultaneously doing advocacy work. So I was speaking across the country. I caught on as a columnist or a weekly paper. Uh, I was doing a lot of television, radio, print media interviews, trading privacy for awareness. I was meeting with the electeds. And after five years, I was compensated. And I decided at that point that I wanted to take it to the next level. So I wanted to be involved in freeing people, not just the policy and education and awareness aspect. I wanted to be involved in, in freeing people. So I used some of the money. I used seven figures from what I got to start the Jeffrey Deskovic Foundation for Justice. Uh, you know, whose goal is to free people wrongfully imprisoned and to be able to pursue the policy changes. So, so far we got 10 people home. We helped to change seven laws mm. as, as, as well. We have 10 cases that are active now. At some point in that process, I became not satisfied with sitting in the front row of the courtroom. The lawyer might've been my, I might've been the boss of the lawyer or we might've worked on the case together, you know, but at the end of the day, I couldn't sit at the table and I couldn't represent any of the clients. From a mental so, standpoint. From a mental standpoint and from literal. I mean, you can't sit at the defense table. You can't speak to the judge to represent someone if you're not a lawyer. Mm, Hence true, my true, foray true. into going into law school uh, and ultimately be, be, becoming a lawyer. I wanted to represent some of the clients. So, look, this is a sports-oriented podcast. So let me put let me put that in sports terms, okay? I wanted to go – I'm going NFL now. Okay, I wanted to go from being the head coach to getting on the field and playing quarterback. You, 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 uh, you get it? Right, 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 <laughs> yes. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I definitely get it. Yeah, that's what you did, man. And and I, I I'm man, I'm I'm stoked about it, man. With that being said, another word from my sponsor, Casey King, is a residential hy hygienist that has a product that herself recommends to her patients daily. It's whitening toothpaste that contains no bleach or peroxide, so this it won't make your teeth sensitive like other whitening products. It's also more affordable than white strips of prescription bleaching products. Safe use for teens with braces and kids ages two plus. Just replace your regular toothpaste and brush two times a day. Like usual, there is no extra steps, messy trays involved. You're already brushing anyway. Why not have a pain-free white smile? Why yet? Contact Casey King, residential hygienist on Facebook and mention the promo code RawMind and get a discount on this product. Check other health and beauty products on her Facebook VIP page. Casey's Bright Smiles and more. So, how did that, uh, now you're becoming a lawyer. Now, how do you feel from being the convicted to saving a convicted? Sure. Yeah. I, I feel really, I feel really empowered. I feel like I came, I feel like I came full circle. You know, there's an additional lay, layers of, of respect that even more than before. And perhaps most importantly, I feel even better. I feel even better about, about myself and I feel, I feel empowered. And that's yeah. what I was sitting there thinking about. Like once you got that, once you got approved to become a lawyer or once you finish college, like I knew like there was a whole different type of relief from what you went through. Like, I have done the unconquerable or the unthinkable. Like I really went from here, although I wasn't in no trouble and I got wrongfully convicted to now. So I know like when you have that story, when you get clients, you pretty much is like, Hey, just give it to me raw. You know, I've been here before I've been on the other side before and now I'm a lawyer. So now you have a different story. Most people <clears throat> in your story are usually people who are usually high school people good folks i i guess unless i mean they could be whatever they are you know from behind the scenes but more likely above the surface they're pretty much good people go to college do this lawyer school typical good folks your story is i went to jail this long guys jail now i had to start over rethink like it's pretty much like you're reborn again once you got out learn the world over again to become that so your story is not a very conventional story when it comes to becoming a lawyer. So um, before we leave, um, Jeff, um, what is it you want to tell people, people who are possibly getting convicted? What else do you need people to know before we end um, the show as well? Sure. What I want, what I need people to know is that, look, this can happen to anybody. You know, I was not a high school dropout. I'd never been arrested for anything. I was actually on my way to school at the time that I was initially intercepted. So it happened to me. Uh, it can happen to you. Uh, I want people to know that it's really important to contact your elected officials and express support for criminal justice reform. Uh, you know, as politicians rarely do things uh, because it's the right thing to do. It's only right. when that's when it's only when that. If you're looking for a home in North Carolina, call or text Will Vines at 707-803-1756. He buys and sells flip homes for you. Also, if you have bad credit. Or want a home, he can help you with that. Either way, give him a call. Use the promo code RAWMIND. And use the promo code RAWMIND. He's going to help you out and give you even a better discount to help you providing your dreams of your new purchase or new home to come true. It's linked to votes, getting elected, getting reelected. So as long as they think that we don't care, you know, nothing's going to change. So we need everybody, um, everybody uh, behind us. 
the, uh, the, the, found, the Jeffrey Deskovic Foundation for Justice is a nonprofit organization, you know, and uh, we do have a team and we're trying, listen, I'm looking for support out there. You know, the NBA Players Association, you know, they're interested in criminal justice reform. You know, they say that. Uh, same thing with the NBA, same thing with the NFL. You know, uh, I'd like to see some of that money go towards organizations, not limited to mine, but some of them that are doing actual work. Look, no due respect to everybody, okay? It's one thing It's one thing you want to start to hold rallies in the street, and that's it, okay? There's no policy. There's no ask. There's no working on direct cases, okay? That's really not going to lead to all that much. That's going to go the way of Occupy Wall Street, a whole lot of energy and a whole lot of nothing that came out in the end. So I think that organizations actually doing the substantive work that have metrics, that have policies they can point to, you know, and people whose freedom, you know, uh, can, can be pointed to, you know, I'd like to see some of the money going in those directions. And here, here's another thing, okay? You, you know, you want to kneel down. I'm not going to comment on what I think about. I'm going to say this, though, okay? What if you're really, really affected by you know justice reform and racism in the system, why don't, why don't you make a six-figure donation? Why don't you attach yourself to a particular organization doing advocacy work? Why don't you spend a little bit of your time as well and elevate the issue and elevate particular organizations? Do something substantive, okay? Nobody's gonna say, oh my God, I'm not gonna engage in injustice because on Sunday they're gonna kneel down if I don't. No one's gonna say that. Okay, but what you can do is you can substantively help an organization, put up some money, right? Put up some time, you know. And so, to that effect, I'd like to put us on the on the radar. You know, I don't make any money from this. Okay, in fact, it costs me money, you know, to do it. I'm only I only I only do um, wrongful conviction cases, so that's what my organization does. You know, we try to free people. Nice. Look on the back end. On the back end, when people are exonerated, am I going to jump into the compensation cases? Yeah, of course I am. That's wrongful conviction related to. I'll make my money on that side of it, not on the front end. So no one should ever have a question as to, as to you know authenticity. You know, we're getting it done. We've got ten people home. We got another ten cases. But here's the deal: we got seven cases approved that we don't have the bandwidth to to move forward. You know, we need to get more resources. So I'm hoping to get some, you know, celebrities or sports athletes to attach themselves to the cause. And look, up here, up here in a 30-second, just a 30-second video, talk about wrongful conviction, reference the foundation. Here's my crazy dream, Ryan. Would you personally, if it meant if it was a way that you could help to free someone wrongfully in prison, if it was a way you could help policy to be changed to prevent what happened to me from happening to somebody else, right? Would you give up $3 or $5? Would you sacrifice a cup of coffee or, or go McDonald's or something one time a month on a recurring basis to do that? My crazy dream is this. What if it was 25,000 people or more that was willing to sacrifice 3 to $5 or whatever else beyond that that's comfortable on a recurring basis? That would give close million dollars and more budget. We would hire attorneys, investigators, paralegals, other essential I see a lot of you guys like your little friends who like to floss your mouth out, you know, so, you know, like to floss and have the, the, the sparkling, whether it's fronts or your teeth. Well, go to Shaq's teeth whitening, man. He got you. And let me tell you, he's the number one. I mean, the number one teeth, gym, jeweler, diamonds, gems, whatever you want to say, however you say it in your own language. He got you. He makes that diamond in your mouth shine bright like a diamond. That's right. He makes it shine bright like a diamond. And he has all type of gems and diamonds that go right in your mouth. So instead of using the French, why not 
put some some real sparkling diamonds in your mouth, and it makes your teeth even shine even more. And he also does teeth whitening to well. Like he does thirty minutes, and he does hour services as well. Use the promo code Raw Mind. That's right. Use the promo code Raw Mind, and you'll get a discount. And he usually use those services for at least once a month. That's right. You got thirty minute service that can last once a month, and you got an hour service that can last once a month. We can even go more. But at the same time, the more and more you come, the brighter and brighter you'll be, and then you'll have teeth looking just like me. Also, give Shaq the Jeweler a call at 252-544-6052. Personnel, you know, in order to increase our capacity to try to get more people out faster and we can work on policy issues more than just in New York, California, and Pennsylvania. We could expand into other states. But we can only do that to the extent that, you know, there's, there's public support. So... And everyone to jump in and help in whatever way that you can. And if you feel inspired by me and my story and similar stories, do something, man. Get in there and do something. Help in any way that you can. And with that, thank you so much for sharing your platform you know, to, uh, with me. Please check out. There's a documentary short about me on Amazon Prime uh, called Conviction. And uh, it's 20 minutes about my advocacy work and life uh, post-exoneration. You can Man, follow a- me on social media, Jeffrey Deskovic, public figure, Instagram, LinkedIn. Please follow my efforts. Before we even go, let me go to get another sponsor. At the Pure Technology Kills, 99.99% of COVID-19 in three minutes. Used by over 30 professional sports teams to help keep players safe. Healthy and remove viruses from bacteria from the air. Technology used in operating rooms to keep the air surfaces clean. Made really available to the general public. One unit can protect up to 3,000 square feet. Perfect for gyms, indoor workout facilities, or just for a home, office, or small business. They also have a mobile unit you can take with you using a car or traveling. No other company has this technology developed for NASA Space Shuttle, program inducted into the Space Foundation Hall of Fame, made really available for the general public at affordable prices. Kills COVID-19, E. coli, strep throat, and many other viruses in the air and on services. Also cleans and sanitizes and disinfects your spaces. Protect your players, family, and friends by adding active pure technology to your spaces. Contact 689-222-8900, 689-222-8900, or email them at usaasia at onlinetrade.gmail.com, usaasia at onlinetrade.gmail.com, and use the promo code RAWMIND. There'll be a 10% discount on this product. Yeah, raw thoughts, 10% discount on this product. With that being said, Jeff... Once again. Yeah, so my, my, my rough, my last <clears throat> thought is my, my dream is to exonerate others as an attorney. That's on the serious side. I do believe my mission in life is to do this type of work. That, that's why I had to make sense of, you know, everything that happened to me. So that's on the serious life-changing type of thing, you know, and on the <clears throat> dream aspect of it, you know, there was another exonerated man, uh, Raymond Taylor, who uh, wondered out loud, kind of thought out loud. He was from Cleveland, you know, and he uh, mentioned you know, he would love to go to a Cavalier game, but, you know, kind of tongue-in-cheek, he said, but he realizes that that really wasn't going to happen. And Cavalier Brass heard that, and they wound up giving him a couple of tickets to go. So sometimes you can just throw the shot up in the air. Just get the shot up, okay? Maybe it'll hit the backboard bank. Got it right. <laughs> right. So my version of that would be, you know, I would love just one time, just one time to get to get an opportunity, you know, to try to call a game. It could be an NBA preseason game. 
you know, I would love to just get a chance just to do it just one time. You know, that's that was my fun thing. And look, the NBA and the, the NFL and other leagues, they should have a wrongful conviction day. Right. They support breast cancer. Thousand percent. Wonderful cause. They should continue to do that. Can we have a wrongful conviction day? You know, right. what if what if what if tickets were elevated five dollars beyond that and it was donated to an organization or organizations doing this type of work? Could you imagine, you know, in this little halftime show, but instead of seeing, you know, dogs jump around and people flipping and dunking, what if somebody on a serious topic got the mic and got to talk about something real serious like this and just raise it? Can you imagine that the media attention, the awareness that that the buzz that that would and, and how it would just snowball and go from there? And who knows? what happens from there to the positive, I, you know, you got to right. be in it to win it. So, you know, I'm chasing the dream. I'm throwing it out there through your platform right now. You know, you know, maybe, maybe I'll connect. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll connect. I don't know. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> will, man. And like you said, man, it's a lot of people who get wrongly convicted. And there's a lot of things we need to change about the laws and stuff. And he's, he's been on both sides from being convicted to being in jail to now being a lawyer. I mean, you can't, you mean, the purpose story to basically tell you people right here on Raw Thoughts, Raw Mind Sports, not Raw Thoughts, but I'm about to give Raw Thoughts for Raw Mind Sports is that I really mean what I say every time. Anything is possible no matter what you go through, what you go go through, how you persevere. It's up to you. It's within you to make it happen. He could have easily gave up on life after he was in jail. He could have just said, forget it. I'm going to just be cool and content. Even though I did get out of jail, they gave him opportunity. The universe made sure that he got everything he needed positioned for him whatever his religion is, to get where he's at today. And, and through all those years, a lot of people couldn't even last it 16 years or 17 years. But he lasted that long in jail. Could have died, could have got hurt, could have got killed in jail, but it didn't happen that long. So God had a, the universe had a perfect purpose for him. And now he's Amen. living it. And, and, it's, and it's all about pouring into others. So he's giving you something that he went through himself, the true experience. He has the raw experience. He doesn't have the experience of what somebody told him. He has the raw experience of what he went through. So with that being said, that's raw thoughts. Anything is possible. You got to pour into people. And that's what he's trying to do right now, people. He's trying to pour in. And again, I appreciate all my sponsors. I generally appreciate you each and every day. I take nothing that you do for granted. Without you guys, you know, it could be, it's already there, but it's, it's becoming even bigger because of you. With that, I would do anything and everything for you guys. And I generally appreciate it because you could have chose anybody else, but you chose Raw Mind Sports. With that being said, Jeff, it's great to have you on this show again. You guys have a great day, great night, great morning, whatever time you listen to this. Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition.